Red Storm Rising by Tom Clancy. I don't know if you know many Tom Clancy books, but I do. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like contemporary to that book. And then he turned it into a board game and nerdfest. Board game and nerdfest. Yeah. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. Welcome to Command Decision, the Team Yankee podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about action creep in new French lists after the new NATO book uh, has come out, and whether or not there should be a split between early uh, Cold War and late Cold War periods of get newer players more acclimatized with the point creep in the game. I'm joined by Usurper Nolan Schultze, as always, some of the top competitive players in North America and Oceania, respectively, uh, to discuss everything tactics and miniatures. How are you doing, fellas? It sounds like you practice that. That was completely off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> impressed. You just take you just take the intro from your other podcast. I just <laughs> if I, I thought he was on the other podcast. <laughs> to be fair, I look I look like somebody that's so tired that he is also doing a TV Yankee podcast whilst <laughs> also doing a PhD. Um, was pretty close i kind of wish i kind of wish uh when during um during covid i i I had a gaming group um with some friends just doing uh playing do you remember worms like worms worms 2 those games it was was that early video game like like um 90s apple apple 2e maybe even no no dos like dos 90 maybe windows 95 yeah yeah, that that generation though like early early mid 90s type of thing yeah yeah, kind of it was basically like artillery do you remember that game but is that the one is that the one where they all is that the one where they all climb on each other yeah yeah and they all had like the the little voices and like one of them was like a fake sean connery and stuff and he'd be like yeah and you're like (laughs) (laughs) um so uh we we played that like four rounds of it a week every like thursday night for two years during lockdown and at the end of it we were just like if we had made this a podcast and streamed this we'd be millionaires now because it was like I don't know, a rolling cast of like eight people and it got quite some people got quite sweaty and competitive and some people continued to not really give a shit and just do it for the social um side and it had a quite a funny dynamic as a result um yeah yeah at one point we when when sometimes people dropped off because of network issues you just open it up open the game up to like random people on the internet which yeah. you can do in the lan it, we, you can basically have like a known list of players that you want to play with and you can just like add in missing slots on um on worms is it world party wmd whichever one we're playing it's there aren't all that many people that, that just hang out on worms servers in the european time zone so um a few of these people that kind of we let in ended up being in several games over the course of these two years. But the first time we let in this one guy who's, I think, French, probably a teenager, and was swearing a lot in colloquial French. Um, the first thing he did was looked at everybody's stats and then pointedly said to one person in our playgroup, "You, I've looked at your, I've looked at your numbers. How do you live with yourself with those numbers?" That's too funny. Just FYI, like back in those days. Uh, you said you had like eight viewers and you're, you thought you might be a millionaire. I can tell you with our, based on Game of Nodes numbers, that those numbers don't work out exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'd be yeah. Doesn't really yeah, um, eight figures. <laughs> eight, yeah, six viewers, six figures, right? That's how it works. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. That's what I've, that's what I've heard. Um, 
but yeah if uh, if any regular viewers of the podo uh who we actually know or who have been on it or or cast members would like a game of team yankee when they're in the uk you know hit me up hit me up we'll i'll get out the west german village we can um it's like the world's two smallest venn diagrams to turn across <laughs> if you a watch this podcast which is fucking small circle and b play team of yankees i think you are the only one in the middle of that men that's it could be yeah it's maybe no maybe paul nolan i i i think the thing is right the disposition of people who are into technology especially like crypto there aren't many people who are either sweaty enough on model making or sweaty enough on cold war history uh, to be like, what What I really would like to do is make a period correct British armored squadron. That is I'm not not from Second World War, from the mid eighties. <laughs> Just guys <laughs> classic around drinking period, beer, yeah, you know exactly. that everybody knows about. You know, what are we doing well today? Known. Training. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> what do we? Do? Um, I will Mark. say this right. Um, when I was trying to work out like the the color scheme. It, they're not actually that accurate. I didn't get it right at all because it turns out West Germany, there's there's two colors for tanks in West Germany. One is covered in mud. Two is uh-huh. covered in right? So none of the tanks are actually ever green. They're always like light gray with like kind yeah. of yeah. field yeah. dust or they're just wet, right? In which case they just kind of run down to sort of brownish mud plus green, NATO green basically in all the photos from the time. But I found this short video about a training exercise in uh, in West Germany, and it is mad. They just go like because because they had to practice, and like this would be the land they were defending. It's just like there's some farmer's field, and there's just like fifteen fucking German tanks, and then a whole um, a whole unit of Abrams just like fucking hooning across what is obviously a planted field. And it's just mm-hmm. like, well, that's that's fuck now, isn't it? Like, I mean, yeah, I guess. It was yeah. funny before you said a, a set from the eighties, and I thought you meant that you picked up an actual figurine set that was created in the nineteen eighties, but depicted something earlier. But oh, you're yeah. actually saying that somebody actually built a set of that group in the nineteen eighties. Yeah, this guy. Which, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're very colorful. They got like, ones like you know, peg shoes and their peg jeans and everything. You want like something eighties ish? Lots of green. Lots of shades of green. Lots big color, big collars, more seventies actually. Yeah, that's true. That that's yeah. like slap chop era, isn't it? Big, the, big hair, big hair, big hair. Mm, I mean, to be fair, my old man had a fucking afro in the early eighties. So, big hair. Yeah, there you go. Bit, bit weird as he's my white parent, so he's <laughs> just had this big old. Is that, is that how you refer to him? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, well, white and brown. Like, how else are you going to refer to your parents? <laughs> Mom, like, dad, maybe. <laughs> just, uh, I prefer to be like specific. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to. Don't want to label people. Just the white one. Just the one. The white one, the brown one. Um, although, uh, weirdly, actually, my 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 brown parent is whiter than me. So, actually, I don't really have a. Anyway. Anyway. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast <laughs> from independent validator teams. And would it surprise you to know that I have no fucking idea what you're talking about? Yeah, no, it wouldn't because I, I can see it in your eyes. You used to get this glassy look and you're doing stuff and on the, on the, you're moving windows around, you're 
Yeah, you're obviously stuff working. We'll hear a Discord notification ping in a second. <laughs> like <And> again, <laughs> again. <laughs> exactly. I think the I, they don't come through anymore. I think um, the you know like noise canceling or whatever. Fuck, I don't know. Whatever. Shut up. It's not, it's not really gaming notes <laughs> episode without uh, some Discord ping in the background. Yep. Man, I'm like fucking. <clears throat> I got up early this morning. I I had a. I, I drove yesterday for the whole fucking day and then I just got home and died into bed. And then I woke up this morning. I had a meeting at six and then my fucking shower like immediately ran out of hot water this morning because I've run out of gas or something. And it's just been a shit, shit morning. So you, I, I feel sorry for the person I met with this morning. I was just like, huh? Fucking what? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> what town am I in? <laughs> what was the drive yesterday? 13 hours or something. 13 hours straight. Stop straight. the diesel. Yeah. Gas and piss. That's it. Yeah. Gas and piss and some roadworks. So mm-hmm. I did stop to do a node thing. I can't remember what that was, but I, I did it. I <laughs> did it. Blur. It's a blur. <laughs> some validator ops in there Just somewhere. SSHing in on the hood of your car <laughs> like a true degenerate. My, uh, my center console, you know, like the, the bit where you lean on. Uh, mm-hmm. It might be a little bit different in America. They've got like couches that you sit in in your car, but in you know regular the rest of the world, our 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 couches in our car don't have armrests like this. You've got to we, you know lean on the window and the fucking center console. Now. It's happened. We're not it's all happened. at the fucking <laughs> bench. Yeah, it's not like it's 1950 here anymore. We have bucket seats. It works. Um, so in the middle, like in my car, it's quite wide, and I can fit my laptop on there. So yeah, when uh, I just sit it there and when I was in the roadworks and just like slid my seat back and like turn to the side. <laughs> oh, good. So when that, that highway that you go for 13 hours, is that, is that two lane or four lane? That's four lane. So it it's lane not like it. it's, it's not a straight shot highway. It's like back roads. Okay. And do you see a lot of cars going the other way or is it like fucking nothing forever? Nah, nah they're pretty sparse out there. It's not so just, like, and how fast are you going? It's like Mad Max. That's what I'm kind of working towards that actually. How fast are you going? The speed limit is 100 kilometers per hour. How fast are you going? The speed Nobody's limit cool. is 100 kilometers per hour. Yeah, this is what How they're going to bust you, you for. Go? Yeah, the, yeah, the 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 popo is coming down on game and notes. Yeah, How I mean, fast can, are you going? You can get away with probably 20% extra for most of the way. Oh, that's not that's not very fast at all, is it? 120 no, is like what, 80 miles an hour? Yeah, that's not really. That's not really. Yeah. I thought you. Were, I thought literally. I thought you're doing like 110, 115 miles an hour. The road is not good or straight enough to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's too bad. Um, on the highways, you could, except there's just like cops. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, it was more like like West Texas here, where like they, or like most of New Mexico, or even Arizona, where some of those stretches are so fuck. There's nothing there. They just the, the speed limit's 85, I think. Miles well, an hour, the, which is, what is that, 130, 140? What is that, Schultz? I can't do the math. It depends um, on, like, 60. It depends on where you are. Yeah. If you're in the Northern Territory, the um, well, the speed limit up there used to be open. So if you were not near a, a city or a town, you could just peg it and you'd be good. Um, but I think they've changed it to 130 kilometers an hour, which is probably. Yeah, that's close. 
that's about the same. Yeah, I was just look. I just did a quick search. So the fastest one here is eighty five, which is like like west to like we'll be in Austin, right? Like coming up in May. If you keep going west of there, heading towards like New Mexico and towards Pacific Ocean, that's all eighty five because there's nothing there. Like it's fucking it's a straight shot. So that is a hundred and thirty. I guess it's one hundred and thirty seven kilometers an hour. That's the speed limit. So people do a hundred, right? So you're doing a hundred miles an hour. So you're probably doing like one sixty, something like that. You're just flying. So in in the in Western Australia, at like in the country areas in Western Australia, there is nothing there, and yeah, it's it like is, it's like the autobahn, right? Just like safe and it's prudent, dead fucking straight. The roads are okay; they're not they're yeah. not autobahn roads, but they're okay. Um, but when I used to work out there, I just would get a day off every fourteen days. You'd get a day yeah. off, yeah. Um, and would go to like a national park, but they're like four hundred kilometers away. <laughs> right. So you'd so you <laughs> like just a whole day like, to get there. <laughs> go out the front of the mine, turn left, put your foot to the floor until it mm-hmm. stopped accelerating anymore, and then put cruise control on. <laughs> For three hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of hours later, you're <laughs> at the National Park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Um, so did you so last week, dear viewers, remember that you were coordinating with a certain show co guest. Gust? Guest? I was gonna say co-host, but guest and co-host. friend of the show. I was gonna say co host. Is it co-host? I don't know. That's a big head. Intern, co-intern. Uh, you were going to see Rama, right? You were talking about doing a stopover. Did that happen? Oh, Rama's not happy. Why? <laughs> what happened? I uh, yeah. So I was going to go to a stopover. That that way that you have to go is like another hour. Um, Hundred kilometers, you said. Yeah. Yeah, but what happened? So oh yeah, so I ordered some hard drives, right? <laughs> yeah. Which is like, so they came last week. I had to pick week. them up in a paper bag by the side <laughs> of the freeway. <laughs> no, no, no. Northern so what Territory it, in a bathroom. <laughs> so what happened um, last week before I actually went to Melbourne was I had a, a server here that I was rebuilding, uh, put some new SAS drives in, and I drove it down to Melbourne last week in the back of the car. Right. Um ratchet strapped into the back back of the wagon seems good <laughs> took it to the data center down there plugged it in and then i was doing testing on it um and one of the hard drives was bad uh, actually i realized that up here before i went and then i had talked to the supplier and the supplier said on wednesday when i was driving down there that they would mail me a new drive on wednesday okay and the supplier didn't mail the drive until fucking friday Okay. Um, so it didn't get to, it was supposed to arrive on Monday, um, but the fucking post person like bullshitted that they tried to deliver it because me and my <laughs> partner were both home Yeah. and we get this message and it's like attempted delivery. Fucking of, liars. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking dirty lying cunts. And then- um, I'm standing outside of the street. <laughs> fucking like you know there's nowhere to park that's why yeah. they didn't attempt it they probably drove past them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we've had that too yeah. um i mean when i say there's nowhere to park we live across from an enormous car park but did they write like, that there's no place to park or you just assume that? no 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 just assuming but oh, like yeah, okay. there's a car park right across the road like it's a one-way street there's a car park right across the road was that on but friday it's, it's uh it was on a monday Oh, so do they come back Tuesday? No, so they took it to the post office, right? And it was too late to get. By the time they went to the post office, dropped it off, 
mind you, the post office is a block away, but yeah. they they did they drove do around delivery, yeah. drove around and did some other deliveries, then dropped it off at the post office like fucking ten to five, sent the message, and they close at five, and I ran across there it was too late, and uh, so I was that was Monday, and I was going to go and drive on Tuesday, get up early and drive at like six, mm-hmm. and then go to Rama's and um, have a beer. And then off home on on Wednesday yesterday for a shorter trip, but I had to go pick up the hard drive in the morning and then fucking take it to the data center and swap it over and reconfigure it and resilver and all the other bullshit. So yeah, so just fucked my week. So then, so then he he bought beer and had everything ready for you and you you dissed him. Oh, I imagine we would have been going to the pub. Oh, okay. All right, so you don't feel too bad. I'd also put him in a bit of a spot. I was like, "Ah, can I stay at your place?" And he's got kids. I'm pretty sure he didn't want me to stay at his place. So <laughs> next time, like, As I'll, one does. A, I'll, I'll, I'll organize a hotel near his place. <laughs> I'm sure he's like, oh, it's so bad. I wish we would have made it work. Yeah, too bad, dude. Like, I could just, you know, if someone said, can I come and couch surf? I'd be like, no. <laughs> I just, just get a hotel. <laughs> So I do feel kind of bad in asking now. So next time I'll just I'll just get a hotel. I think you're kind of at the age where you should be able to uh, afford a hotel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not like twenty anymore. Like sleep on your floor. Like you're whoa, a grown man. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're you're not a grown man. Bull market. Affording hotels that was <laughs> that was strictly a a one time in spring 2022 <laughs> kind of deal. That was hotels used to be like a once in once a year thing. Like if you were remote and then like you had a lady friend that needed, uh, you know, accommodation on top of you. And so you'd, (laughs) you'd get a hotel for the night by the hour. Um, Otherwise, otherwise you'd just make do. (laughs) But the other other piece, the important piece of this is that you guys met before, right? Mm. So it wasn't like a first time I've never met this person. He's come and stay in my house with my kids. Right. So there, there's some, no, 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 no. yeah, yeah. So it's not like, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Rama says, these are lies. Everyone is excited to have this random crypto couch surfing. <laughs> I don't know about everyone being excited, but maybe some members are excited at the house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad. Well, maybe you guys will make it. I mean, you're in the same country, only whatever. How far are you guys apart? Maybe six hours, five hours. Yeah. Probably four hours. Oh, that's not too bad. Like, I sure could probably happen. just whip down there and see him, but yeah. you know, I got a lot of shit on. Four hours in this country will get you to fucking Scotland. <laughs> I know. I know. Four, I know, right? It's like, I think it would get, I could probably get all the way to Cornwall in one direction and midway up Scotland in the other. Well, Schultz and I have to, be, we have to be, we have to be 30 hours apart, probably. Rama says, right? yeah. uh, you guys have done that drive before. Rama says, I told the wife, I've met him before. He's a normal guy for someone <laughs> in crypto. <laughs> and she was okay with that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Actually, you're you're an amazing guy for someone in crypto. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of qualifications short. in that statement. Exactly, right. <laughs> you know, like uh, I was at this conference with the Artifact guys uh, last year, and because uh, the baby was really wee, um, I had him with me, um, and my wife was still on mat leave at the time, so uh, she came she came with for a few days. But 
because of their weird off the cuff schedule, you know what the artifact looked a lot like at a conference. It's quite mm-hmm. whatever we feel like, man. Um, that, like, like they never actually interacted. So from my other half's perspective, I kept being like, oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. M- maybe you'll see the Americans later. They, they never materialized. And I kept being like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go off and see the Americans. And she's like, yeah. Well, okay, cool. Uh, is there a thing you need to go to? Yeah, I'm going to go to the thing. I'll meet, I'll meet the Americans there. And, that. and she's like, yeah, you're, you're imaginary friends. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Meet them. <laughs> you're, you're these people, these people that apparently, you know, we're, we're in adjacent streets and I haven't ever, I just haven't seen them yeah, in four days. I'm friends. sure they exist. Like, friends. Uh, yeah, no point. And no point to they see each other or anything. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. So was I the first uh, American friend to meet your wife from crypto? I think so. Other than people I already knew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. because yeah, show. Where was that? That you guys were in? Um, was that Amsterdam? Uh, no, we met. We met uh, when Shortsy was in the UK. Uh, oh, just away from any conference, right? Yeah, that you we, guys were just. You guys, we went, we went was going through, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Was cool. I the first to meet your wife, Shortsy, from crypto? Uh, yes. And I think that still remains true. I think you're still the, you're the one and only. The only. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rama's wife should feel good about that. But let's save this clip and send it to her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be like the only person that Rama's wife's met from crypto as well. Yeah. I've met I'll him be- before. He's a normal guy for someone in crypto. And he met someone else's wife. And she said that he's okay. <laughs> and she and said that know, she's still weird. alive. <laughs> she's still she's still here. She's still it's being given two ticks of non weirdness. Honestly, that that's more of a that's more of a. Uh, you should use that on the website. Like crypto's friends' wives. Like crypto friends' wives said, I'm I'm actually pretty. I'm okay. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> said I'm actually reasonably normal. That's actually a really good. Guy. That's actually that's a. Uh, I mean, to be fair, it's not the it's not the it's not the for a guy in crypto you want to worry about. It's kind of like for an Australian. <laughs> hey, I was giving him shit about that today with doing an introduction. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, weird, I'm not weird enough for an Australian. True, you are pretty muted for an Australian. I was I was kind of surprised and disappointed. True, <laughs> it's like, for especially how, how much for how backwards you are. <laughs> what? Oh, huh? the country? Huh? Not forwards, man. I invested in uh, Amazon. I didn't say backwards. Really? I said backwoods. Like oh, in the right, bush. Right, right. In the bush. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Even <laughs> the cities are like the bush here. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit disappointing in Melbourne that the mailbox is so close to the house. What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Some mailbox just a separation. Just a joke. <laughs> it's like oh, man. It's the joke. The you know, like to get to your mailbox here is like you know half hour drive. Too funny. Well, well, maybe you guys will figure. Shields is like trying to process that. <laughs> he went off mute for a second. He's like, uh, and now back to back to thinking. Yeah, I got nothing. I was like, what? That doesn't. That, like the, so the you country have to go to town, start, right? Yeah, so you have to go to town to like go to a post office to pick stuff up rather than having no, like a local yeah. thing. No, it's driving a joke. 
Just insinuating that the driveway is really long. The driveway is really long. Because they own, okay. own 800,000 right. acres, so his, dry, his mailbox is four miles from the house. Exactly. All right, listen, I'm, I'm like, slow sometimes, all right? I need a little bit of I need yeah, an I need explanation like a, for somebody. You need a like, water bottle to walk it. It's at. not even early there. So, <laughs> so I looked it up, right? The population of, first of all, the population of Sydney is only slightly bigger than Melbourne. What? Is that true? Sydney, really? Wait, really? Yeah, apparently, like yeah, they reckon Sydney, Melbourne's going to overtake Sydney. Sydney really feels wow. way bigger than Melbourne when you're in yeah. Sydney. Like way. Melbourne bigger. is far nicer. Like it's aesthetically. Um, is it more suburbs? Is that because Sydney oh, downtown like feels it, way bigger, right? Yeah the 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 sprawl in Melbourne is amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Suburbs are just fucking it's, people. It's a little bit like the northwest of England, where there's not really any countryside between the the Peak District and the sea, but it's like several. It's just like lots and lots of things run together. Is kind of what Melbourne feels like. Yeah, and and, and like the older town is just like a bunch of bar. You know, the suburbs are like all very close together, and they've all got their own little centers. Um, and they're all like pretty unique. I, I didn't really realize when well, I used to visit Chicago them. land, actually, if you've been to Chicago, like it's a little bit like Chicago land in the sense of like, if you go to like random places in which are like in Illinois, but they're actually in kind of Chicago land, they have their own little center of gravity. Don't they? First of all, you, nobody says the word Chicago land, but <laughs> what in Chicago, in, in Chicago, there's a, there, there's a, like all the suburbs usually have a, a small downtown, Right. Actually, same thing where we are too, and everywhere. That's like it's kind of American thing too, right? You have a you, yeah, have, a, you have a small except, main street and everything else. Except these are all ooh, really. Ooh, I would push back. Hmm. I would definitely push back on that what? being a normal thing. Well, on, maybe, uh, maybe it's an most East suburbs. Coast thing. East coast, definitely thing. East coast thing. In the West Coast, yeah, that's it's yeah. quite rare to yeah, have yeah. like a I, suburb say, have its own strip. That is a that is a colonial thing. That's a colonial. Yeah, it's a real. Thing. You, it's a real yeah. English yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, maybe that. Maybe that's the right way of doing it. We're, we're like seeing where we are. We have like small downtown area where there's where there's more walking and everything else and then you have kind of sprawl around that and then those you have a bunch of pockets of those right same thing in chicago as well like there's a i mean those suburbs are really huge now right like we, when i was there thirty thousand people in a in a small suburban town and now that's like 50 or 60 because they're all jammed in there but but yeah crazy in in any case the yeah the, the little the suburbs are all quite like they've got their own little thing you know they're all got their own sort of thing mm-hmm the, where we are now is like it's the crypto suburb. No, well, it's just everybody's so everybody's just trading NFTs of farm animals <laughs> in the street. It it uh. really it really feels like a suburb just filled with busted cunts that have got no money. What is it? <laughs> can can you? What does that mean? Like everyone's like wearing rags and shit. It's like yeah. There's like this real big secondhand culture in this suburb, like. There's all these op shops and shit everywhere. It's like Does that mean we're in just one of these, or you mean all of them? No, no, just just the suburb that we're in now. Oh, okay, okay. Everyone spends their money on like food and coffee. Yeah, <laughs> it's like and I like a bit of a boomer right now. Yeah, it's like everyone eats out there all the time. These kids, they're they're spending all their time eating out and spending money on experiences rather than and buying slightly tailored shirts. That they don't have to wear to their job, <laughs> that they don't have to go into the office for anymore because they just sit on Zoom with the camera off. At at the same time, it's like a real old area for um like Lebanese and other Middle East 
uh, and some Asian cultures as well in there, which has it makes it quite unique in that area, especially the Middle East flavor that's everywhere. It's like lots of really nice Middle like Eastern restaurants and stuff. It's good. Um, mm. But, yeah, it's really close to the city too. It's, it's a good little spot. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, that's its local flavor. And then if you go like the next suburb over, which is actually just called that same suburb east, and um, it's all full of rich fucks and nicer restaurants. <laughs> and so then what if you, you go, is you've got ideas above your station. You want to move into the rich fuck suburb. Do you, want, you don't want to be in the rich. You don't want to be in the rich fuck suburb. Though. Well, the thing is, is that like the houses cost the same from the rich fuck suburb to the like busted fuck suburb. The houses are all still unaffordable. So it's just it's just things. it's just the retail is different. Yeah, it's just like the shop. It's like, you know, down the main street of my suburb, it's all graffiti and dog shit, and you go over to the next suburb and it's like, you know, nice windows and clean and whatever. You should should start your own foo-foo bullshit coffee shop, whatever, on the poor side and then name it after something on the east side and call it something east and be like, and then, you know, (laughs) do that. You know, at the last suburb we lived in, there was a fucking beanbag shop. (laughs) <laughs> just a, whole, that's, that's a whole fucking shop just <laughs> yeah like ones you sit in or ones you throw at people like ones you fucking sit in man oh like, uh, really just a what fucking in the shop? fuck is this yeah <laughs> melbourne's different for sure it's it's kind of like i don't know what it's kind of like it's it's not that, like there's a lot of weird fucks there like um it would be in la but oh, goodness. you know, LA is a bit more beachy and relaxed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I met a guy from New York there on the last weekend. We were looking at um, some units, and he's like, he's a real estate agent, and he's from New York. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm like, how do you like Australia? And I'm like, do you, are you a resident here now? Like, are you a citizen? He's like, yeah, man, I'm a citizen. And um, he introduced himself as you know Paul from New York. There's New York in there. I'm I'm like, hey, yeah, you're on Paul, right? And he's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then um, I said, oh, you're from the States. And he goes, "Uh, New York. Uh (laughs) Like, he ain't from the States. He's from New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's, that's, you got to separate yourself. That's like the East. That's, yeah, exactly. I said, that's, that's a, that's like like an interesting, like, how how do you know somebody's from Boston? They'll let you know. Yeah, they fucking let you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That happened to me the other day. I was talking to to somebody and and uh, they just, I don't know, within five minutes of the start of the conversation, maybe less, they just dropped into conversation like, well, you know, in Boston, I was like, mm. I've heard of it. Yes. <laughs> I've never heard uh, about that, about Boston, but Texas. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Texas, Texas will let you know. We can tell somebody's from Texas because they're like concealed carrying or whatever, right? You just got a big bulge. <laughs> they got a bulge here for the belly and a bulge here for the gun. You know, like, <laughs> so one thing that, that, that shitted me about Arizona, which is, which may, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? It's smart. Arizona. Everybody fucking wears oh. uh, cowboy hats, right? Because they're actually really practical in that climate. And you're just like, as a European, you're like, oh yeah, they're not just like a cowboy film thing. They it's totally make a lot of sense. <laughs> they're they're just like, there's, there's people just, just like walking thing. around. With cowboy hat and a gun, you're just like, this is this is like landing on Mars. This is wild. 
Wyoming's fun because you'll find like a bunch of Cadillacs with steer horns on the front. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, just kind of like like Boss Hog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But really, only Wyoming and maybe Montana as well. But it's bizarre <laughs> every time I drive through there. I'm like, really? That's what you got? It took 101 artifact. episodes for me to make a uh, a artifact uh, joins the chat. Is this the first time we've seen artifact here in the 101 episodes? Well, no. No, but no. it's been it's it been fifty been episodes burning. for sure. Yeah, it must have been burning because we chat about them. No, um, we always we text each other back and forth, and I'm like, "Hey, we're on G- on Game of Nodes," and every once in a while, then he goes, "Oh, maybe I should hop on Game of Nodes." <laughs> should so he's he's so accusing anyway, me of being up to my eyeballs in in testnet shikwin. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. But so the, anyway, the end of the thought about about population before we probably should move on to some validator operations is that like eh. by my shitty mass, nearly a third of the population of Australia live in just Melbourne and Sydney. Probably more. Yeah. That's, probably more. I would think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Around a third. It'd be like mm-hmm. more like two thirds. Yeah. No, it's about 12 million people. How many, how many total in Australia? 27, 30, something. What? 30, oh, what? I thought it was like 36. This is like quite a pub quiz question now. Maybe I haven't checked for a while. Hey, when I was a kid, it was like 28 million. So 36 million in the whole country? Yeah, it's got to be 36 million, hasn't it? Jesus, that sounds wonderful. (laughs) Because it's like about half the population of the UK. There's probably 36 million within 300 miles of me. How many would be on Manhattan Island? That'd be a few, wouldn't it? New York proper is probably nine. Yeah, it's a fair bit. Ten, somewhere in there. Philly is probably, I don't even know what Philly is. Philly's got to be at least three or New, four, I would New think. York's, New York Fine. Metropole is over 24 million at least. I think New York proper is at least 10. I think the five boroughs is at least 10. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like just, yeah, just proper. But like that whole area, because then you're you so close to Philly and you start and you start pulling in D.C. and Baltimore and Jesus. all that shit. Like, you the population have a sh- of Australia is 25.69 million as of the In the whole year. country. God, that sounds yeah, wonderful. You, you, like Canada's obviously a lot bigger, but California is fucking 14 million more. Wow. Calif- in the words of John McClane and Die Hard, California. Hey, 20, 27 California. million. California. My favorite. My favorite. Go down since your, uh, since your education. Or maybe your education, they were just uplifting it so you felt better. Which education, sorry? <laughs> And Nulls, when he said he, he thought it was 28 million when he was in school, they were like, Yeah, it's 28. It's 28. Hey, don't it's worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. It's 27. It it's 27 million. <laughs> hey, um, so anyway, finishing my story about the New York guy, right? Oh, yeah. And I said, oh, how, how are you finding uh, Australia anyway? And he's like, It's like, Oh, it's really good here. Like, you know, New York's really competitive. It's not yep. here. <laughs> He's like, if you fuck up in your job in New York, there's like 10 people ready to take your place. Big He's fish, like, small pond, don't dude. have that here. You can fuck yep, up all you yep. want. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. You came here for that. Cool. Big fish, small pond. Yeah. Speaking, so, of, speaking uh, of Cosmos validators. Were you about to say that? Right, I was getting right in there. <laughs> the, like, the net uh, result of that was me not wanting to move to New York. <laughs> I'm like, I'll be out of a job. That sounds amazing. Yeah, so if it's twenty six, if it's twenty seven million in the country, I would think that Sydney plus Melbourne has to be at least half of that, right? At least, yeah, yeah almost. It's like it's it's a lot proper, lot. like with that whole area, and then Robert's right, like Brisbane is growing, and then it has to be at least. I guess half. it just goes to show how sparsely populated the rest of the country is. 
Yeah, I'm surprised all this doesn't tip right into the ocean that way. Just Perth <laughs> just goes up in the air. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how continental shelves work. Um, so anyway, that concludes the uh, the pub quiz section of the show. Write in if you'd like to pose the panel any future questions on relative populations of places, and we'll do our best to have a guest before looking it up. And uh, nah. so maybe we can get a guy in from the ABS. Make an NFT of the uh, of the, the winner or something like that. The Australian the Bureau of Statistics. <laughs> Be like, yeah, I'm not doing anything this afternoon anyway. <laughs> why is your Why is your Australian Bureau of Statistics guy got an American accent? Yeah, I'm stuck on it. <laughs> <laughs> the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Was that the place that was, you just said you're stuck on it. The last person you were talking about was from New York. <laughs> so was that your New York accent as well? I don't know, man. I'm just Look, living right. my life over here, dude. This is yeah. Well, this is this is the exact lack of specifics, preparation, and you know competitive edge that mean you, you won't get ahead in New York. Is not not thinking about these details. Dude, the, the Australian <laughs> Bureau of Statistics makes me fucking laugh. I how many even? I excuse me. How many people are in Australia? Years. Fucking lot, mate. <laughs> okay, it's fucking apes. Fucking apes! Couldn't even count them and all my fingers How far is it from from Brisbane to Melbourne? I don't know. Fucking long way. Fucking long way. You gotta. <laughs> you, better, you better pack a sixer. It's at least a fucking day, mate. <laughs> Bring your chili bin. How hot is it? How hot is it? How hot is it in Melbourne in the summer? Oh, mate, you wouldn't fucking believe how hot it is. That's how hot. Oh, dude, we gotta get. We should get that guy on. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking hot. Can you even imagine? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh man, how many people in Perth never been? You been there lately? Never been. Do a head count, did you? I don't think it exists. Never been out there. Survey the pubs. <laughs> <laughs> All the, uh, all, the st- all the statistics are just taken at the local pub by asking people. <laughs> mate, do you know how many people are in this town? About 50. At least fucking 50, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just writes it down, has a pint. Uh, Off he goes. Dude, that is fucking hilarious. Depends on, like, back this. at least 50, maybe 25 that I like. I so know. just, it could be 25 <laughs> next week. <laughs> Oh man! Um, has anything happened this week? The news segment was looking pretty thin. I, I oh, no there was something oh, happened this week. Yeah. That's what happened this week. Um, <laughs> so, bro and bros validated two to two to tombstones on Juno during the upgrade shenanigans. Um, which was was that off? Was it during the episode? upgrade or was it off upgrade? It was oh, it was during the upgrade because we had a small halt, right? Is that what it, it was? It was during the upgrade because there was a halt. That was was that this Monday just gone or was that last month? I, I don't know. It's a fucking blur. Anyway, so tombstone last week since last episode since last episode to to tombstone right? Yes, yeah. So what what happened was there was there was first a slightly choppy upgrade last Monday, and then that broke smart contracts on Juno. So there was an emergency upgrade towards the end of the week um and that upgrade stalled well uh, um, to be, be more specific morning. 
that was a, it wasn't a planned upgrade it, well it was a it was a hey let's all halt at the specific height and swap oh, the binary and see what the fuck happens right which is always the best that's <laughs> always always yeah. and a lot of teams the- did not get that notification and just signed just signed or app hashed the block well i think what actually happened there was that um i think well i actually i don't know what they happened with theirs they that that description that they had, which we'll put a link in the show notes. It's not in our notes, but I'll I'll find that because it didn't make any sense to me, to be honest. Um, like what what they said happened versus what happened. It didn't it didn't actually make any sense what happened. But it sounded like they tried to do a snapshot restore at some point, and then they kept the state file, which they were very specific around saying that they kept the state file, but somehow double. Well, I guess they didn't copy it back, right? I, I, I you would. It sounds like that's what happened. Yeah. It's 2024, people. Get a fucking remote signer. <laughs> if you're running a mainnet without a remote signer in 2024, hey, oh. you're fucking up. <laughs> Depends on the oh, network. Oh, I, I'm willing to make a statement like that, but I, I don't know. That's pushing pretty hard. I think there's there's something to be said for people that aren't using remote signers. Like, I'm, There's a lot Horcrux of is great. Yeah. Horcrux is great. TMKMS is great. But they're also like such a dependency on like yeah. those two signers, right? Mm-hmm. So some people need to be running not remote signers. I like just so that I can continue running Horcrux and we're not all dependent on it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Polkachu runs 80 networks or whatever. There's no remote signing there. I mean, it just runs all regular nodes, right? I, I run, it depends on, I run a mix of, of Horcrux and not depending on what the networks are and how many nodes I'm running, but it depends on what's going on. But it's also like, it's also a, like in that situation, I'm guessing that was neither an automation fuck up or something else because there's no real, there's really no reason for even if you and Promo is actually like they're a good validator, right? Like, and there's I have no issue with them. They've been in that space for a long time. Like, they know what the hell they're doing. They um, have been around for a long time, yeah, a long time, right? And they they provide a shitload with their, they publicize a bunch of Grafana dashboards and things like that, which is cool. Um, so there, I mean, this was clearly a fuck up, and it's and like I said, we've talked about this before, right? It's this is an easy thing to fuck up, even for the experienced, right? And like, it'll happen to Polka at some point. It'll happen to me at some point. Like, it'll just be something that happens. It's something fucked up if you're not running it. And from that perspective, yeah, I should run remote, remote signers. But also, I have twenty three hundred dollars on Juno. What the fuck do I care? Like, our whole TVL is like our whole TVL is like less than my credit card bill. Like, well, even, I mean, <laughs> what the still, fuck does it, it matter? It's still possible to fuck up with a remote signer. It's just a lot less likely that you will. It's difficult. It's it's a lot more difficult because there is no key matter on the node. But I think pretending that we have all audited every single line of code in the remote signers, and we can guarantee that in an edge case, like a restart, um, something like that, there is absolutely no way that two signatures can be received. I would say I'm 99% sure that's the case, but I like being able to be certain is a hundred percent would involve yeah. auditing every line of that code. And I haven't done that. Um, yeah. so. Right. Which is why there were double signs using Horcrux with single signers way back when they've supposedly yeah. fixed it Same. now. And I, I tested Same. to make sure that they did. Right. And I couldn't replicate it anymore, but I mean, actually that happened on stream, didn't it? I think it did. That happened on say testnet on Atlantic two with null. Yeah. And yeah, you, I mean, right? it on stream. I tried yeah, to we did. We, well, we did it after the upgrade. Sorry, it didn't happen on. We did it on stream on purpose. Right, you forced it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. we yeah. forced it on stream. But the point is, we could do it, right? And to your point, like remote signers, amazing. But they're 
without a doubt, are edge cases where they can go awry. And if it happens yeah. to be that a lot of us are using remote signers and it all goes awry at the same time. Yeah. 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 No doubt about for it. For example, um, boat extensions. Those are coming with a lot of networks right now. Barry Chain uh, has them um, and a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. We don't know what this, how Horcrux handles vote extensions right now. Right now, right. nobody has double signed with the newest release candidate that handles vote extensions. That doesn't That's mean what they're the not there. For, right? That's what the test nets yeah. are for. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm using it for the test nets. But that this, the, this, the statement still stands that we don't know what's going to happen whenever yeah. like the vote extensions get more complicated. I mean, to the core of it, though, Actually, I would I, say... Are you, double, are you using a raft or, or a single... Raft. Raft for Barachain, if that's what you're asking. What, uh, wasn't there... Oh, so the, the same thing happened recently on... Um, DYDX have gone to 50 as well. And so it's the same thing on their test net. But... Yeah, are you using a raft for Barrachain? I, I should, uh, I better get the single signer on there and just make sure that it's working properly. I'm running that yep, in the yep, worst using, possible using hardware. multiple signers for Barrachain. But for test nets, we run them locally as opposed to remotely. Um, Barrachain's test So it's, it's fine that way. Um, yeah, I think, well, I think I'm actually signing locally on Barrachain. I'm signing locally on Barrachain. Yeah, we have an, we have an appreciation box. <laughs> actually, but I, I do agree that the idea that I do agree that the idea that that um, like unknowing like that is it's a huge dependency on a third party piece of software that that um, that could have regressions associated with these types of things like we had we saw obviously with the single signer uh, within say right that could come back right we could have the same issue on a raft situation like shit happens and so it's like I agree that there's there's a safety catch there but it's also a safety catch also based off of um, hey Jack's here all right. Uh, it's also a safety catch based off of of just of just human development and shit happens, right? Chains move and 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 strange love team has to react to that and like things happen where it's not just a an, an end all be all safety catch and it has been so far, but we've had like you said before we've had that that issue before within the say single sender type of thing and that that was a was an issue that we found out in testnet that that happened prior to mainnet which was great, uh, but you never know like so. So, I mean, the, then, so I think, I think, I think from my, from my perspective, the whole idea is to like, get rid of the stupid double sign thing. Like it's not doing fucking shit other than, other than, other than like, has it ever had an issue of a real concern with multiple entities well, impersonating a single entity? So, so the problem is that without it, you, yes. without it, you get owned, right? That's <laughs> basically that there's there's, two, there's 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 because nothing at stake and there's and there's actual double spend right and doesn't the consensus mechanism already handle it so if the consensus mechanism handles it then why why even slash no. the double signing it it, does, isn't it the I same as it like what we do on other chains where like there's a there's it already if another another node checks with the same consensus key or with the same signing key it already checks and see if there's another node that's already signing with that key and won't, like. Like that's what we've seen before, like Aptos it, and others. Like it well, just recognizes. I think it's very different because it, it's actually it was every round, isn't it? And then you assemble, you assemble based on the rounds, and then you finalize the commitment. I have to, to be honest, I would have to reread the Tendermint docs on this. But the reason that some other networks don't have this problem is because of how their compute, their computation model works for consensus. Like if you don't. If you don't want to have something like a slasher, uh, like a like a hard slash, yeah, you have to build in a safeguard in some other 
way and tendermint the sd <clears throat> the sdk does it the way it does because tendermint makes very few assumptions about the state machine um mm-hmm. so uh, the the way that the way that tendermint works is it's it's very very it assumes that all of your state machine uh which includes your invariants and all that sort of stuff is done at the application level and it's just a it's just the networking stack and consensus and and the the chain essentially um what that means is that because there's ostensibly a loose coupling although abci in its original format is is not that loose a coupling it's quite tightly coupled between the two um it, it necessitates the design structure where that is prevented maybe not at consensus level exactly but at the point where you're publishing evidence right um after the fact of a piece of byzantine behavior so my understanding for example of how because everything in something like aptos is done in the move vm right which is formally checked um using like an advanced <laughs> research grade programming language and that's how they get around the double spend problem is because it's formally checked that there is no double spend so they they know, don't need to make you double sign because they have a mathematical guarantee that you haven't because there's a tight coupling between the move vm and the consensus um implementation is could is Wa- my wasm doing something about that could wasm do the same thing mm. like like from a contract perspective is there any way to i mean i understand what you're no, saying but is it. it is it just is it core plumbing that can never be changed or is it just i think you you would need to do something like cwsdk i think because I think the point is that the consensus mechanism has to have access to the transaction, like very directly, and it has to do something uh-huh. before um, consensus is reached. So there's an interplay there. Like, and and I think my understanding, at least, of the interplay and block finalization with Tendermint is it it doesn't make that assumption for for good design reasons. But it leaves it to the SDK to do, and that's why um, double signing is designed the, the the way it is. Cool. So it is it is it, it, TLDR. Yes, it is possible. I think, but I think only if you redesign that interaction. I think Jake is saying the same things in the chat. It is possible without the SDK currently? Yeah, and, and okay. it's not. It, and to be clear, it's not. I think it's not just a wasm thing. You could obviously just implement it. You know however you like but i think at least like i say i think the problem is that tendermint has to have knowledge of um the state machine that it currently doesn't or it needs to have some way some like hook to to know about the to introspect that so in the meantime can we still continue to make fun of tombstones yes okay cool yeah (laughs) thank you Um, (laughs) the show still exists (laughs) yeah well, I mean, I think it's an interesting problem, right? Because because obviously you need, like, the whole of economic finality relies on the idea that you punish Byzantine behavior, right? But yeah. at the same time, um, it's never punished. Or, or when it is punished, like, there's a lot of evidence of it being rolled back. And Well, that that's that's the social aspect, not the technical aspect, right? You're, you're yeah, mixing yeah, those yeah. two. But, yeah. but the, the mechanism isn't functioning. It, it's not really functioning as intended by the designers. It's like a, a quite good example of a protocol that, kind of has to exist but is maybe papering over something else that well if there that, was a real byzantian issue where you had this 
situation. This is these are just these are just operator fuck ups. Yeah. So I understand the idea of well, they all, the social the piece. They, saying, they, they, I mean, no, I'm, I'm not saying they're not, but but they're but they're not like they're not like a. Um, it's not something that is. Uh, it's it's a single entity that's fucking something up that's creating this behavior, right? And and so there's a social there's a social aspect that everybody goes, ah, it's fine. They're learning and like, well, everybody gets a pat in the back and like a good job, and they're going to try better next time. And that whole shit happens, right? And then, then either they the chain state changes, right? Or like in this case, Brombro was back on the set within like eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were they were above us like within twelve minutes, right? So so. so and, and then and they had the social contract to be able to re- refund those because we fucked up and blah, blah, blah versus an actual true, um, a true situation where there is a, um, something nefarious going on, right. With multiple entities, which would be right. I, I think that's, so there's, there's two things here, right? There's, there's, there's an actual attack and then there's Byzantine behavior. So Byzantine behavior also just simply includes a node being down. Because the Byzantine general's problem is that you need to get a message confirmed and delivered mm-hmm. in the middle of a battle. Yeah. If you are the general tasked with getting that message over there... Wait, hold on, and- hold on. Let's back up just a little bit. Let's go back to Byzantium. <laughs> I, want, I want you to explain that one more time because I've, I I've always that, wondered I about that terminology. That was going, dude. Was going, I just so needed to know. I need to know. The Byzantine <laughs> general's question is basically like... Uh, the, the My crap summary of it would be you have two generals either on either side of a hill, right? Mm-hmm. And you need to coordinate an attack. And you're there's the middle of a battle. How do you get a message from one to the other and know that it's arrived? And how do you know that the other general is being truthful? So what you learn Really? That's what it is? Yeah. So so <laughs> you so there's a whole bunch of stuff right around so the the PBFT, good- the PBFT paper, which basically is the the predecessor to the logic that brings forth tendermint and whatnot tells you that let me get this right otherwise i will fuck it up it's uh n over three minus one is the number of nodes that can have a fault before uh bad stuff happens right that's where you derive the 33.4 percent from right and then the whatever it is 2f2 2f plus one faulty is is the other corollary of that um so the, the the key here though is that non-delivery like for a fuck up like just a complete innocent error still means the message doesn't get delivered the battle gets lost right in, right. in the original analogy so and in the original paper as well like the the whole point is that full asynchrony isn't um full asynchrony requires a completely different set of assumptions which is why timeout is very very important in um, uh, in a, 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 a PBFT system of which Tendermint is is an implementation, right? So the that's why you have the timeout because at some point you have to say, okay, nil vote, and we continue to find out whether enough nodes have the information f- for us to continue. Generals, and, not uh, nodes. Generals, nodes, whatever. Yeah. The, the point yeah. is that 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 if enough of those nil vote then we don't have consensus, right? And so in a very real sense, like a fuck up that takes down your node is punished, right? And and yes, I have been watching a lot of Sharp recently. So I I I the the idea of Napoleonic era army discipline is is definitely somewhere in the back of my subconscious, right? But if you if you lose the king right, to quote the first episode of Sharp, the man that loses the king's colours, sir, also loses the king's friendship, right? 
if you lose the message, it's still Byzantine behavior. Um, and, and the, and, and the punishment should fit the crime, which is that you have, you have failed to participate in the attack. You're all of your lads, all your blokes, your lads, they're all standing behind their hill waiting to attack. And you're just going like, I'm just waiting for the counterpart to tell me to go. I've sent them a message, but I sent that really anemic looking pigeon that was looking a bit sickly. It was doing little pigeon coughs and it's going, eh, eh. and I, I, I don't know if it made it. Maybe I should have sent this absolute Chad, Chad pigeon. That's like full chonk. It's just like raring to go. It's bashing against the side of its cage. Just, just really wants to take a message. And I was like, ah, but the other guy, the, the other pigeon, I felt like I should give that pigeon a shot, you know, to redeem itself. Cause it was a bit crap the last time I used it, but actually on balance, I should have used the Chad pigeon. And this analogy is the Chad pigeon Hetzner and the other pigeon Cantabo. <laughs> Uh, I think the, I don't know. I think the weak pigeon, the the, the pigeon with the shittest security, is definitely hosting. Uh, <laughs> um, oh my goodness! It, look, all I know is that if you use host key, then then your messaging is <laughs> delivered. You're yeah, fine. and you are you are you are not going to successfully uh, attack the city. So I had, I had I'm trying to find a. There was a really great web page about the Byzantine teen generals problem i'm trying to find I'll, if i find it between now and the show i'll put it in the notes i'll put a couple of other examples in there but there somebody had like a really great example and just like discussion around this and this yeah. i don't know if these pigeons or not but whatever i, I mean, would also say that all, all, all of the relevant numbers like the the fact that the minimum uh the minimum nodes is three but in practice in practical terms it's four it's four right um and uh and the the whatever the hell it is i always try and remember which is the and, and over three months, man, that's all on page one, I think, of the of the practical Byzantine fault tolerance paper from 1999, which is actually quite readable for a paper on consensus mechanisms. So, right, it's if you are enough of a nerd. Okay, granted, I am literally doing a PhD on on this shit now. So, it's a, good paper. Doing it's, a good PhD. Paper. it's a good fucking paper. What can I say? <laughs> Read it. <laughs> I do remember because I, I, I think I, I got interest from a honey badger version of this, which is the honey badger, the HBB FT, which is also a really great white paper. I'll put that in the notes as well. But and Jack's here on on, um, on YouTube also mentioned the uh, the Wikipedia page Wikipedia page for Byzantine fault, which I'll put in the notes as well. So that's good stuff. Recently migrated from uh, X to y- YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack has been on the show, and like I think I can't remember when he was on. Like maybe in the twenties or thirties. He's probably surprised that this is still going seven Tens. episodes later. Tens, maybe. <laughs> I I believe he's on. Like, like holy shit, this thing is still going. First or second or third. <laughs> he was on. He was on a few times early days for sure. Like five times maybe. A bunch of times. Yeah, yeah it was early. Yeah, Jack. Come, he said, "I'd love to come back out. We'd love to have you on, dude." For didn't, sure. Didn't like the cut of our jib. Fucked off. No, he's busy. He's doing shit that's important. We're just fucking around on Wednesdays at 2100 UTC. Hey, speak for hey, yourself. Man, I'm busy <laughs> at 3 a.m. I'm increasing, <laughs> yeah. I'm increasing academic industry corporation. One, <laughs> one fucking draft at a time. <laughs> that's right. I had, to, I had to have a conversation. I have like a, I have a deadline in a couple of weeks and um, I'm trying to get some stuff done. And I had to have this, th- like I got asked if I could do this thing and I had to be like, Yo, no, there's like a stress net and a whole bunch of shit coming up. Like, I'm just gonna be, like, I gotta be like 100 percent in the in the in the thing. And when you're part time, like, there's this funny thing because, like, also, like, I'm quite a bit older than a lot of the other people doing this stuff. 
And when you just have to remind people like, oh yeah, I have a job. Like, I know it sounds like I, I just like shit post on the internet all day, but like in between all of that, there is sometimes some actual like infrastructure that needs standing up at a company. You also do that. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you have to be like, oh yeah, no, no, no. Like, I like, like, I got to stand up like four. I need to buy and buy and stand up like four boxes and all this other shit needs to get done next week. And it's like, oh, that sounds like a bit of work. And it's like, yeah, that's that's why I can't do this thing you just asked me to do. Wow, I'm not, you know, whatever, man. <laughs> I'm not talking about blocks. I'm making blocks, bitches. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, if I was Bucky, I would do a a kind of mid rap about it. That would be that would be awesome. That's what you should do. You should hop up on stage and do like a do a slight Yeah, just freestyle. You know, um okay, so I should say obviously like I think that Bucky is like from a technical perspective, like a really, really clever dude and all that sort of stuff. But honestly, that the whole rap thing is so succession. Have you seen succession? You know, the first episode where it's mm-hmm. the guy in a limo doing a rap to himself to G himself up for an investor meeting. It's like it's like dead cringe. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, bro, bro. so there. So how, what do they? Before we get off this topic, how much do they get slashed anyway? Before we leave this, anybody know what the number was? Two hundred dollars. I don't know. I don't know where they were in the Geno set. Is there? Is it in uh, the link? Uh, don't know. Uh, we could find the block, and then um, oh, twenty five thousand Juno. That's, that's how much was slashed. That's like yeah. eighteen dollars. What? <laughs> Sorry, Jake. It's uh, thirty-five nice. cents. To, uh, it's seven, eight grand. Okay, not not nothing, not crazy. Not yeah, crazy. it's not as big as that. What was the what was the one the other week? That was that was substantially bigger, wasn't it? Uh, what was it? I don't remember that one. Uh, I feel like we had a double sign relatively recently that was over hundred G. Did I not? I don't no, know. That was a uh, that was a pago slash on objective. Oh. Oh and yeah, that was over a hundred thousand. Yeah, that was they finance getting, on a pego yeah. slash. They got they got pegoed by pego. That's oh, there was a there was another one. There was another was wait. I shouldn't I shouldn't say that because you just never know with pego, and we could be next, dude. Fucking pego slashes at a hundred thousand dollars for a bullshit. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't like oracle. It wasn't so bad. This this one was only a 200, 200 inj slash. That's still uh, that is that still six hundred thousand or six six grand or something. Yeah, about Pretty six good amount still. seven thousand. There's a this Cosmo slash bot. I'll put a link to the notes. I've never seen this before. I don't even know where I, how I missed it, but it's fascinating. I'm just scrolling back through here. It's pretty funny. There's a shitload of Umi slashes like that. I guess these are all, these are all like 0.1%. These are all pretty small, but, and also on the Evmo side. Is it, those also, does that also include like Oracle slashes? I think these Oracle's. are all, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of these are Oracle slashes. Yeah. It's Oracle slashes, man. Just yeah. Like 0.1% is either downtime on Juno. Brombro obviously is in here. Uh, I'll put a link to that as well in the notes. But I think uh, the yeah. most savage slashing in the, all of the land is, is King Nodes and Kujira. No, I still haven't fucking refunded people yet. <laughs> I, st- I can't get the fucking node. <laughs> if anyone has a fucking uh, history node, for bring it up, baby. Let me know. <laughs> so the excuse is the excuse. That's what I'm hearing. Surely, surely, stake like Mo is the is the is the apex slash. No, just because of all the shenanigans around it. Whatever happens, right? Two times. Twice, yeah, it was yeah. one slash, then like a pleading, then like four month gap, then another <laughs> slash. I feel like uh, the like Mo, 
I think. Both like Mo days. kind of got killed off by the bear market, right? I haven't seen it in a long time. I think he got uh, killed they, off by the double slash. I think that was the final shame in his That was technical competency took 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 a life, yes. Jack said Lock all was also two X double sign. I think it was more. Was that not block demon? Was there all the, the there's all the grade the grade uh, what do they call it white white labels institutional grade yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that uh, was it block demon uh, they did like a keynote at Gateway in Prague where they got up and were like our balls are fucking massive we do all these other <laughs> ecosystems we love cosmos <laughs> and just we're just like the fucking biggest balls all of you all are just like fucking cucks we're amazing and then they double sign like two <laughs> double sign. Two yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like let's uh, go man. big balls now hey <laughs> too funny uh, jimmy we're, we're a room full yep, of jimmy small balls let's let's yep. uh let's yep, admit yep. it well, was still like three dollars each at that point wasn't it too so it was like a huge slash amount it was a big number yeah uh, it was not a small number and, those and were all up as well, slash at that point on that network. 10%. Oh, you might be right because downtime slash on Evmos, I think, is one percent. So I think it is. I think it is ten percent. Yeah, it was a big one. I mean, ninety-nine percent of these slashings on here are all they're all Pego slash some Oracle type of thing. Injective, Umi, they're all like zero point one percent. Like they're all really small numbers. But I mean, some of these numbers like forty-six hundred Umi. I'm not sure how much that is, but like at least some of these numbers are a little bit larger. Um, Forty six hundred yeah. Umi is like three dollars. Three dollars. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, never mind. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't watch Umi. I have no idea. I have no idea. Rama says like Mo is 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 actually back, but but has no engagement, so nobody's aware. So what happens when you abandon your Twitter account for eight, eight months? Yep. Yeah. Speaking of uh old uh situations coming back to light, uh the the Oni um boost drop. Are you guys part of that? <clears throat> what uh, <clears throat> I think it's just fuck off. Now that <laughs> Now that now that prices are coming back, we're starting to see like old shit coming back, and one of those is like like uh, finding ways to to get around uh, minimum com- commission mounts and just doing some ways to get back to delegators DJing. and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, those things are fun. It's all in the, it, you know we're back in the bear baby when when uh, we start seeing uh, commission re, uh, reimbursements for some reason or another. It's I don't like. Do people not realize they're being farmed? Like. There's a so the prism zone as well on injective, like that? it's another one where they're farming fucking. You know, if uh, your project well, is I any think. good, you do not need to farm fucking delegations on a validator. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. The one thing I like about before we go on it, the one the one thing I love about Bootstrap is they put the the registered trademark symbol on it. Like, yeah, like they, like they fucking <laughs> own it. Yamming it everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Like, let me uh, check. Let me check the U.S. Patent Office to see if Boost dropped by Oni is fucking registered <laughs> trademark. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm taking I'm taking that shit over. The, the joke actually, would be funny. The joke actually what I sh- if it yeah. is actually registered by them. Actually, <laughs> what I should funny? do is I should go register that trademark and then fucking sue them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should do. Can you I heard do, it here first that application on, uh, nodes. The that would be that would be amazing podcast. <laughs> We've never gone, used it. Just we've gone from being wind up artists to being full on <laughs> trolls. Register it. One episode. Buy the domain. <laughs> trademark register trolls. Do you know? What, actually, I should be using my uh, my JSTOR account now, could just like to have access to every paper in the world and just go through every um, 
uh, scientific. Uh, there's a bunch of pa- there's a bunch of uh, journals that are like on distributed computing or, yeah. or like consensus computing and stuff. I should just be flicking through each new issue and just trademarking a bunch of terms. Just be like, yeah, that one and that one and that one and that one. <laughs> and if any of them end up getting used in the future, just be like, uh, actually, uh, is it that we do own that trademark? Like, what? Yeah, I trademarked it five minutes after your paper was published. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's the line from uh, Django and Chain where Christoph Waltz? Uh, she, I, I could not help myself. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help myself. I just watched it last That's night. That's it, isn't it? Just before, just before it all kicks off. Rummer says, "Bull not bear." Got to change that mindset, you sir. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I said, <laughs> I think I said, bear four times. Yeah. Boost drop is not registered IP in Australia. It's not. It's not. I'm going to check the US patent office or the registration office after this. It's. I've we, we we did a couple names before. I've done, I've done like three or four names in my past. I think it's like a couple grand. That actually would be worth it. <laughs> well, we could we could set a legal precedent, right, by registering it to the DAO. Would actually, be, the DAO yeah, sued them, the and then I'll get another it. paper out of it. You surf it. It'd be great. We could, we could go right in front of the Supreme Court in the US. Yeah, I'm, what I'm I love about the boost drop is that it goes active and inactive. Just yeah. So like you know, it's only the boost. Like drop. you know, you, you can turn it on and off. It's only it's only active when it's in the moniker. As soon as it's gone, no more boost drop. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So another, another so the, the the redelegation period is what thirty days. Yeah, <laughs> just enough to make enough. I cut you off before. You were talking about Prism. Isn't there, aren't they, is that a validator that's launching a chain? Is that what they're doing? It's a chain they're, that's launching a validator. Yeah, oh, they're, okay. they're an old, they're that's an old you know it's a good chain. Terra project, right? <laughs> and they've just been like cruising around for the last few years, just like promising airdrops, doing snapshots, promising airdrops. Mm-hmm. They've renamed now to Prism Zone and trying to, uh, take advantage of their followers list on on X to farm some delegations on Injective. So Dimension as well. Dimension as well. Oh, and Dimension? 117,000 followers on X. So this was a chain. Was it it a Cosmos chain? It's not anything. It's just a website, right? It's a (laughs) testnet, I believe. Let me me check. It's a tester and testnet right now. I see. Okay. So this is a, a, a... a potential a right? perspective yeah a perspective chain that then we put validators up everywhere you stake with us we give you a bunch of shit as in and then we give you an airdrop for this chain. mysterious chain that's eventually going to launch at some point i thought this was called putmos wasn't this what this was called in the past is that what recycling the putmos uh white paper that's exactly what this is man putmos do you remember that same fucking this is like the same shit over well, and over. That's Black good. Panther went straight to the top of the injective um, validators. Yeah, they did by promising their airdrop. Oh, really? It's yeah. so uh, we're back, we're right back. In, this is it. this is all good stuff. This P- is why PFC, this is why I hate Cosmos. <laughs> PFC has airdrop in their <laughs> name now. Oh uh, yeah, they do. I saw that. Oni has boost drop after narrowly avoiding the fucking lava. On, so on which on what chain? On injective, oh, so injective. I think I think they they tried it out on dimension. Yeah, almost they got, they got boosted out of dimension. Yeah, they got almost dropped out of dimension. Active set. 
yeah. didn't quite work and then launched it on all of their chains. Yeah. Wow, PFC rocketed up the set by adding airdrop to their moniker. No, I wow. think ridiculous. So that, man. I, that that wasn't that wasn't because of the airdrop. They there's a whale that um delegated. So I think they know them. There was two two big delegations came from the same wallet or two wallets. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm heartened or disheartened that all this same 2021 bullshit is now coming back. These are all the same tactics, right? It's all the same shit. 100%. There's nothing. Do you know what's here. really they annoying? That all these people fuck shit. off. Like when, when the market yeah. goes bad, all of these people fuck off. Right. They stay here and work hard for the entire fucking bear market right. while they're off beating their dick. And then, uh, no, that's not fair. PFC has been around the entire PFC time. has been around. They, they, uh, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, sorry, I'm not really lumping PFC into this, to be fair. They're, yeah. they're not like. I think his situation's a little bit different. But the right. other ones okay. who have big Twitter followings that are just farming fucking delegators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it, when you saw it in 20, they all fucked off. They, you know, a, even a lot of them just like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But but now, this, this is why I stopped they, sleuthing amongst other reasons. It's literally useless and a waste of time. It's not useless and a waste of time. It's just probably too much because there's so many fucking opportunities to do so that it's it takes too much time to call them all out. Is really so, I think what that is. So that so actually there is one situation. So Rama, if you find your local university, go to the economics department, propose to them a PhD. They're they're, and, they're in the next office next to the Australian uh the abs metrics the abs yeah. <laughs> they're right down they're next they're right next to the they'll just yeah. they'll tag it out right and then you you <laughs> sleuth for a few years and then just write it up formally and then you get to become dr rama i'm pretty sure that's how it works um uh i seem dr. to be doing rama like, does have a good name to it yeah exactly it does, it does. My, my my current process is just like uh trying to prove a bunch of stuff that i know to be 100 percent true but it's actually like really hard to prove because everything we ever do in this stupid crazy space is done on like self-destructing messages on telegram groups and all this kind of bollocks where it's like and like like i got asked the question of that what but how do you know that and i was like oh yeah because yeah. everybody knows you go to this place and there they were like no but how do you know that and i was like well i guess somebody told me and they're like yeah but how did you find that out from how did you meet that person i was like oh i guess somebody else on some other thread told me that they would know and they were like, well, but how does anybody know anything then? And I was like, welcome to decentralization. It's just weird, lots of small centralization, but also kind of oddly anarchic. And they were like, okay, but could you provide links to any of those things? I was like, no, they're all private. And they were like, right, so you can't actually prove your argument. And I was like, no, I can't. But I but I know, I know with factual certainty what I've just said is defensibly true. Hey. And Robert's right. He's like he said. There's zero. There's also zero consequence for any of it, which is true because you can't get enough visibility to actually call something out or put something into place. They just come back with another form or whatever. I assume that's what W is. These kids these days. Uh, it's pointless to rather spend my time on more positive things. I mean, it, I would understand how being some sort of um, of being the um, uh, a uh, not a police officer it's not the right term but just some sort of somebody who's watching over the cosmos ecosystem and being able to call out over and over on medium after medium gets fucking exhausting the city needs fucking exhausting right 
Yeah. And, and there's really, and I agree that they come back with a different thing and it's this and that. And, and at some point people don't give a shit because they're not in it for the future. They're in it for the now. And the now means how many fucking things monikers have the word airdrop in it. Right. And in which case I should go add airdrop to all of our monikers. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Why am I? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's kind of like the same, like the, the, the analogy here is like, if you take a lot of the way, all of this stuff actually thrashes out in practice on proof of state chains, is that you see an analog to our modern political moment. The, mm-hmm. the central problem of late neoliberal capitalism and like the, the death of the kind of technocrat um, paradigm is that there is no long-term plan. There's no long-term plan from, from politicians and from voters. There's not a lot of interest in a long-term plan because nothing has been pitched for quite some time. It's just yeah. what, what, what can you get now? get what you can while you can is the political moment we find ourselves in. And it's also, you know, what is politics? It's the economy stupid, right? And what is what is a crypto political system? As it turns out at the moment, it's very economic in nature. So it's like no surprise that all these things are kind of layered on top of one another, like a big steaming pile of poop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that actually pushed back that there's zero consequences for any of it. I think that, quite a few people have gotten benefit for pulling shady tactics, right? Like aside from just the shady text itself, they then, if they're called out, they then get effectively that marketing and then that marketing kind of thrusts them forward. And so even spending all that effort as Rama clearly has, like I think all of us have read excellent threads by Rama talking about something. It's almost universally backfired in a quote unquote positive way for the person that, 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 that didn't, something bad so it's just i can see why rama would be out yeah yeah it's rough man it's rough yeah i agree and it, there should be more of those right so but but i mean i mean we're helping we we do our you know we do our news thing that's enough to to pay for all that i think maybe do the doubt hey. we're doing our part game of notes is doing our part Let's go. Doing our, we need that um uh is it is it Starship Troopers that I'm doing my part with? I'm doing my part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's totally yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. I've, right. Do you know what? I've got a long train journey at the weekend. I'm going to download that to my laptop. So that's a good fucking it. movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. That's do you know what? I, watched, I saw a really fucking good movie the other day. Oh, yeah. Let's move to media. Let's get off this crypto bullshit. Uh, I saw that I, from the title, I was like, this sounds a little bit too worthy for like a Monday night or whatever it was. But um, it was, fuck, what was it called? Ju- uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Have you seen this? No. No, I've never heard of it. Uh, and as somebody in the UK, like, I don't know much about. Uh, I've never uh, heard of it. I know a little bit about the history of, like, the Black Panthers and stuff, but I didn't really, other than, like, the, the obvious stuff where it's stuff happening with uh, Malcolm X or uh, contemporary to, to uh, Martin Luther King, because we do a little bit of that, and sometimes in history in England, but I think it depends where you went to school. Yeah, um, but it was super, super interesting. It's about this. It's basically about this FBI informant um, in the Chicago Black Panther Chicago Park. Land, Chicago Land, a Chicago Land. That's called a callback. <laughs> um, it's a comedic device. No, um, yeah, no. So, and, and I didn't know anything about. I didn't know anything about it going into it, and um, the acting is just because they show because they this is obviously based. It's based on true story, and they show you. Um, this isn't a spoiler, but right at the end, they show you a little bit of film of the actual person um, who's depicted in the film. Okay. And 
honestly, oh my God, when you see him actually talking, his mannerisms, you're like, it's like Lakeith Stanfield has crawled into that guy's skin and is wearing him like a puppet for the length of the film. You're like, he's a good actor. Oh yeah. my God. Cause I've only seen him in um, a comedy film. Was like, possibly. Uh, Judas and the black Messiah. Um, oh, all right. 2021, actually, a few years ago now. Yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't hear about it at the time. It, um, uh, Daniel Kaluuya won a um, Kaluuya won a, a, a Academy Award, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. No kidding. I, That's right. I you say you should go back and like try to watch Academy Award films, and I, I totally lost that thread after like a few years. There's just too many of them. My other half is much better at that. Like she's she kind of quite often will go back through awards list and like sort through the ones that that didn't age well based on like rotten tomatoes or whatever. And the yeah, ones that yeah. the ones that people are still going like, Oh no, that, that was actually a very good film. Um, so this was a hundred percent, um, one of, one of her picks. And I was just like, Ooh, heavy, t- heavyweight title. But then it, it turns out it's, it's, it's it wasn't it's, that bad. No. Yeah. So the title's a reference to, a uh, um, uh, what's the FBI guy, uh, J Edgar Hoover quote. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so, so yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense in context, but again, I didn't know any of the context. So I was just like, that's a bit of an odd title. And then I think, I think you're supposed to know that it's, a, there's a J of Gahoover quote. Right. Uh, so then the title makes sense and, and then it would all make sense, but I didn't. So I, yeah, I was just like about halfway through or, or a few minutes through or whatever it was. I was like, uh, yeah. Okay. Fucking fine. Um, uh, I've actually been watching, I've actually been watching a lot of media this week. I, I don't know why, just maybe the, timing of it or something else or just lack of other shit going on or i don't know what the hell's going on but um some other recommendations i from i don't know if you guys are watching any of these but death and other details with manny patinkin uh that show has been really fun that's actually been a, a pretty interesting show um it's a, just a few episodes in. i think just episode three or four dropped a few days ago, or actually episode six dropped this week but i think i'm like three or four in. i thought that was that's been a fun it's like a murder mystery on a boat type of thing and it has some fun characters and shit like that uh, True Detective season four started, uh, which I don't know if you guys watched those. You ever watch those early ones with like the first one with like with uh, is there a new that? season? Yeah, season four is on, and it's with uh, with um, why can't I think of her name? Um, the one and only. What oh, seriously? Why am I such an idiot? Is that still Matt McConaughey or whatever? No, that was only season one. They they they, re- they rotate every season. All right, like um. Uh, it's uh, yeah. somebody in the notes will somebody in the comments will tell me get me back on track. Season four has been a lot of fun. It's up at like in the in um, the northernmost town of Alaska, and so there's a bunch of Arctic situations going on. It, it's been actually pretty cool. Um, and also, what also started? I'm not sure if you guys ever watched this, but there's a, a show called Tokyo Vice, which I think is an Apple TV show. Maybe I don't even know, but I watched it in uh, season one. Started last year. I think it's like maybe one of the least watched shows. <laughs> Tokyo Vice, but season two started this week, and um, it's a totally cool show. It's a American who moves to Tokyo and then gets starts getting involved in some of the uh, mafia underground there, and it's been um, it's been actually pretty fun. He's a reporter, and he starts getting pulled into some of the um, um, in the it gets pulled into Tokyo Vice police squad and like some of those other types of shits going. On. It's actually a really cool show. And really, like great cinematography, and it's like it's it's a really interesting type of thing. So all three of those I've been sucked into this week, and then the last one I've been involved in is Beef, which is I think I don't know if that's new. I think it must be new. Um, I'm not sure if that's an Apple TV show as well. Maybe Apple kicking its kicking some ass this year. 
Um, they've, got the, probably, they've got the Masters of the Air as well, haven't they? Which is coming out soon. Well, I mean, they're just throwing like money at the fucking situation. Is really <laughs> it's a set of values and money. That's really what it is. <laughs> it's fine. It's nothing wrong with that. Um, but do, that's didn't, they a, didn't they do a Foundation TV series as well recently? Foundation, yes. as in that's Dune, right? Asimov. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. There is a Dune TV show that I think is what? from them, right? It's called Foundation. Oh, yeah, right. not there Dune. you go. Not Dune. But it's like, isn't it Dune-ish? Dune-ish, yeah. <laughs> Dune-ish. Dune and Foundation. Dune-ish? The fucking, the, the Dune 2 is out soon, by the way. Yeah. yeah. This, this month. Oh, and I, Season 12 is out I'm too. shitting the fucking bed about that one, that it's going to fuck up. Because the oh, first and- one was fucking good, and they... If by good you mean boring as fuck, hey, (laughs) all all sequels are better. (laughs) The um, you're wrong, though, but it's okay that you're wrong. The man, it's the last season of Curb, bro. I know. I haven't. I I I haven't backed up. I'm just kind of waiting until they get a little bit farther, and then I'll start blowing through them. But I know it is the last season of Curb. Is that is it? I know he announced that, but is it? Do you think that's actually going to happen, or like maybe they'll just? I think like, this ah. is it. Yeah. He always but says he that to, though. He's like, I have no more stories than what he done. I know. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, I have no more stories, but he said that in the Seinfeld days as well. So yeah. I hope I'm he does it. Yeah, no, I hope he does not. Well, it's fucking. It's so funny. He deserves retirement. You know. What would he do though? I guess. Fucking, he's going to do the same shit. Annoy people and play golf. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well do it and record it. Wait, annoy people play golf? Isn't that what you do? Uh, no, I just annoy people. <laughs> Live in their couch and shit. Like I've got golf clubs. I was gonna say you there do? are golf clubs behind you. I'm pretty sure that looks a lot oh, like yeah, golf like, clubs. Yeah, I've got a lot of balls. Are you bringing I, those? I, down? I like. I buy. <laughs> I buy balls all the time just because I want to ship those. Why don't you ship those to Austin? Aston. Aston. Uh, what you reckon? We can play golf in Aston. I don't know. I am. Uh, I am starting to pull together. I do have some other barbecue uh, things that we should. Um, discuss we had to plan our barbecue like schedule 